You are listening to a Victory Elabong podcast. Why is it important to know where our spiritual conflicts happen? Unlock the truth of this crucial question in this audio message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Sa last week po, sinimulan ho natin yung series natin about fight and we talk about the origin of conflict. At ngayon po, ang pag-aaralan natin is about the location of conflict. At uh, just to give you a summary of what we discussed uh, last time para yung mga absent, eh, makahabol kayo. Okay, pinag-usapan natin kung saan ba nag-origin yung conflict. Okay, nagsimula ho yan doon pa mismo sa kalangitan na kung saan si Satanas ay nagkasala, Lucifer ang kanyang pangalan, and he committed the sin of pride. Siya ay pinalayas ng Diyos sa langit. At anong nangyari, isimula po noon, Lahat ng pilinano ng Panginoon, lalo na sa tao, ay naroon si Lucifer, naroon si Satanas para sirain. Kaya nga, nung nilikha ng Diyos, ang tao in his image, in his likeness, galit na galit si Satanas, galit na galit siya, kaya dinisive niya si Eve. And then si Eve naman, itinangay pa si Adan. So nagkaroon po ng pagkakasala, dahil yun lang ang paraan na alam ni Satanas, dahil hindi naman siya makaganti sa Diyos, yun ang paraan niya para magantihan ng Diyos. Because men were actually the masterpiece of God. So, doon po nagsimula yung conflict na yun. Kaya nga, ang tao, dahil siya binigyan ng kapamahalaan sa lahat ng bagay, kaya lahat ng kanyang pinamumunuan kasama dyan ng creation, ay nadamay sa curse dahil sa kasalanan ng kanilang nagawa. Now, sa buhay po natin, ngayon nakaka-apekto pa rin ang gawa ng kaaway. Bagamat Jesus Christ already won on the cross of Calvary decisively, but not yet finally. So sa oras na ito, pag-aaralan po natin ang uh, karugtong ng ating series na ito, The Location of Conflict. Meron lamang po munang ipapakita sa inyong isang picture. Okay. Alam niyo po ba kung anong tawag dyan? Iceberg. Okay? Yung iceberg po, it, dagat yan. Diba? Ang nakikita lang ninyong nakalutang maliit na bagay. Okay? Pero sa katunayan, yung maliit na bagay na nakita is just the tip of the iceberg. Because kung titignan nyo sa ilalim, mas marami pala, may pinanggagalingan pala yung nakikita doon sa ibabaw. Now, in the same way, dito natin ikinukumpara yung behavior ng tao. Ang isang tao yung nagsasalita, kumikilos, at may behavior siyang ipinapakita, yun po ay mayroong mga bagay na pinanggagalingan. Marahil bunga ng kanyang karanasan, na kanyang narinig, bunga ng kanyang mga niyakap na mga paniniwala. Now, katulad po nito, Ang isang tao, eh, tutuloy sa isang iceberg, nakikita niyo yung kanyang behavior pero hindi niyo nakikita yung ilalim. Sa madalit salita, mayroon pong pinanggagalingan. Sa bawat isa sa atin ay ganun din. Minsan na nakikita lang ng mga tao yung ating kilos, yung ating galaw, pero lahat yan ay dinidikta ng mga bagay na sa ating puso at nasa ating kaisipan at patungkulpuran yung ating pag-aaralan. Dahil ang kaaway, ang gusto niya, makontrol niya ang ating kaisipan Nang sa ganun, makontrol niya yung ating buhay at wag natin magawa ang layunin ng Panginoon sa atin. Amen? So, tumayo po tayo lahat at pag-aaralan po natin sa Luke chapter 4. Ito po ay isang halimbawa ng temptation na ginawa ng kaaway kay Heso Kristo at wala pong kaibahan yan sa tuksong kanyang patuloy na ginagawa sa ating panahon, sa ating pong mga buhay. So, balit sa pag-aaral po natin ito, makakakuha tayo ng isang magandang halimbawa kung paano natin magagawang pagtagumpayan ang mga tukso na dumarating sa ating buhay. Amen? Buksan po natin sa may Luke, chapter 4, beginning verse 1, up to 12. Handa na po ba kayo? Handa na po kayo? 
Oh, yun, yun, yun. Handa na, handa na. Okay. Luke chapter 4, beginning verse 1 up to 12. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, sabi natin, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the desert, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. Verse 3, the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone. Verse 5, The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Verse 8, Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Verse 9, The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple or on the high place. If you are the Son of God, he said, Throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, It says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Let's bow down our head. Panginoon, kami po ay humihingi ng iyong paggabay, humihingi ng iyong patnubay, samahan mo kami sa pag-aaral ng iyong mga salita. And Lord God, diniling po namin ang iyong spirito ay sumaamin sa oras na ito. Bigyan mo po kami ng lakas ng loob, harapin ang maging gawa ng kaaway sa aming buhay at makita namin kung paano namin mapagtatagumpayan ang mga tukso ng buhay. Salamat po, Panginoon. We just honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Nakaw po tayong lahat. Our series fight is about spiritual conflict. Spiritual conflict is a reality in the lives of men. At last time nga, pinag-usapan natin, is about the origin of this conflict. And today, the conflict is still going on, especially in the lives of men. Now, ito pong... T- Luke chapter 4 is the story wherein si Jesus ay tinem ng kaaway na si Satanas para malihis ang layunin ng Panginoon kung bakit siya napunta dito sa lupa. Now, sa lahat ng temptation, sa tatlong bahagi ng temptation na ito, ito yung ating pag-aaralan, lahat po ito ay dumaan, of course, sa kaisipan ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Naniniwala ba kayo ng ating mga kinikilos ay dikta ng ating mga bagay na iniisip? Amen? Yes, because first, let us understand that mind is the entry point of temptation. Okay? Hindi ka pwedeng gumawa ng isang bagay na hindi pumasok sa iyong kaisipan. The enemy will use all of our senses, our five senses, and communicate it with our mind. Yung naririnig mo, nakikita mo, Okay? Yung nararamdaman mo, lahat yan ay pinoproseso dito sa ating kaisipan. Okay? So, bago mo gawin ang isang bagay, ang kaisipan mo muna, papasok muna dyan. Ang tanong ko po, sino sa inyo naniniwala na hindi natin kayang kontrolin ang mga bagay na papasok sa ating kaisipan? Tasang kamay. Wala. Ulitin ko po yung tanong. Ulitin ko. Okay. Babalik um, tarin ko yung tanong. Para at least medyo mas malinaw, ano? Okay. Naniniwala ba kayo na hindi natin kayang pigilan yung mga bagay na pumapasok sa ating kaisipan? 
Yes. Bigla na lang pumapasok yan eh. Di ba? Na hindi mo nabipigilin na pumasok. Abo, kaya tinitingnan niyo ako ngayon. Ano pumapasok sa isipan ninyo? Ha? Ha? Wow. Lakas niyo, lakas niyo. Huwag <laughs> masyado. Okay. So, there's something that yung nakita mo, i-communicate niya sa isip whether guwapo, ganda, Uy, medyo hindi bagay sa kanya yung damit niya. Y- yung mga gano, it, can, it will enter into your mind because that is the entry point. Now, tandaan natin, binigyan tayo ng Diyos ng kaisipan to use for His purposes. Love the Lord your God with all of your mind. Tama? Kasi gusto ng Diyos na mahalin natin siya at the same time, we are conscious na kilala natin kung sino ang Diyos. Hindi pwedeng mahal mo ang Diyos, basta mahal ko lang, pero hindi mo siya kilala. You have to know God also with your mind. Amen. That's what you call our logical intellect. Now, with all of our heart, because that is our emotional intellect. And with all of our strength, saka mo ginagawa ang isang bagay. Kaya napaka-crucial ho, na ang bagay na ating papasok sa ating kaisipan ay ating pong sina, ay ating, I should say, bagamat hindi natin makontrol yung papasok dito, pero yung ine-entertain natin, pwede nating mapili. Tama? Halimbawa, may nakita kang magandang babae. Okay? Nakita mo, sabi ng isipan mo, maganda siya. At magko-communicate pa ng ibang pangit na bagay, ang isipan natin ay parang telebisyon. Pwede kang mag-change ng channel if it is going to the wrong direction. Tama? God has given us the mind to use for His own purposes. Makilala natin siya, makunawaan mo ang salita ng Panginoon, gawin natin ang purpose ni Lord sa buhay natin. Kailangan natin ng isip. Amen. Now, ang kaaway, bagamat tayo binigyan ng Diyos ng kaisipan at mayroong kapangyarihan niyang kaisipan na yan, ang kaaway, gusto rin gamitin yung ating kaisipan and use it for His own end, for His own purposes. Kaya ang gagawin niya, deception yung kanyang ginagamit na pamamaraan. Gusto niyang dumihan yung ating kaisipan para magawa niya ang gusto niya sa buhay natin, magkaroon siya ng control sa atin. Why? Dahil kapag ka na-communicate niya, ang pangit na bagay, ang negative na bagay sa ating isipan, sisimula natin gawin yon. Papasok sa ating isip, dadaloy sa ating puso, gagawin, sasabihin ng ating bibig, at gagawin ng ating mga kamay. Andiyan po kayo. Pero for the sake of our study, pinag-uusapan po natin is about the mind, which is the entry point of temptation. Now, ang sabi ng 2 Corinthians 11.3, But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived, by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere faith and pure devotion to Christ. So pwede, dahil si Eva nga, nagawang i-deceive ng kaaway. Okay? Nakontrol niya, nagawa niyang magpasok ng negative things sa isipan ni Eva, kaya naman nag-lead yun sa maling action niya. Because ang gusto ng kaaway, is to build a stronghold in our minds. That stronghold is the pattern of, I should say, uh, negative patterns na ating kaisipan. Nais niyang mag-set ng negative things sa ating kaisipan because that will lead us to a wrong living. Wrong thinking will produce wrong living. Right thinking will produce right living. Amen. Now, Ayaw ng Panginoon na yung isipan nito ay madominate ng kaaway. Kaya nga sinasabi niya, meditate my word day and night. 
Ano yung sabihin ng day and night? Pastor, hindi na ba kami matutulog nun? Hindi, patutulog ka, pwede naman. Okay? Pastor, yung sabihin, day and night, paano kung lunch? Wala bang meditation nun. Ay, ibig sabihin, day and night, it's sinasakop nyo yung buong maghapon. Ibig sabihin, kung tayo yung nag-iisip, gumagawa ng desisyon, nagtatrabaho, lahat dapat is in line with the Word of God. Amen? That before doing anything, you could say, Lord, what is your will? What is in your Word? So, it's sabihin, day and night. Mula sa pagsikat hanggang sa paglubog ng araw. Amen? Okay. Now, at ating kaisipan ay pupwedeng mamili ng bagay na ating i-entertainin. Kung i-entertainin natin deception o kaya ay devotion to God. Kung papara, ikaw ay hindi mo alam ang salita ng Panginoon, the enemy can influence you and can deceive you. Subalit, kung ikaw naman ay alam mo ang salita ng Panginoon, you will choose devotion to Christ. So, labanan po sa ating kaisipan because mind is the battleground of temptation. Sabihin niyo battleground. Sabi ng Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 3, 1 to 3, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Now, merong binabanggit dito na set your hearts, tapos set your minds. Okay? Some are being confused. Alam nyo, pagka sinabing, bagamat may thin line difference, may counting pagkakaiba sa isip at sa puso, sometimes the Bible is using them interchangeably. Halimbawa, nag-pray ka ng pure heart. Lord, I pray for a pure heart. Hindi na nga nag-pray ka ng pure heart, pero hindi kasama doon yung pure mind. Okay, nag-pray ka ng pure mind, a pure mind lang, Lord, wag pure heart. So, bagamat ang puso ay being used interchangeably, may thin line difference sila, pero sa isang tao, tayo naman, pag nagdi-decision tayo, gumagawa tayo sa mga, hindi natin iniisip, ano ba ito, puso o isip? ba? We just do decisions, we just do things as part of our instinct. Sa ating isipan, it's so important na naiintindihan natin lahat ng bagay na ating pinaniniwalaan, maging ang Diyos. Kilala natin ang Diyos. Amen. Kaya binigyan tayo ng kaisipan ng Panginoon. That's our logical intellect. We have our emotional intellect as well. They are connected with one another. Okay? Kaya with all of your heart, with all of your mind, you have, we have to love the Lord. Kadalasan dahil ang mind ng entry point, dumadaloy sa ating puso, lumalabas sa ating bibig, at saka natin sinisimulang gawin. Now, pastor, saan ba nagsisimulang kasalanan? Sa isip? Sa puso? O sa gawa? Sabi ng iba, ang temptation, hindi pa kasalanan yan kapag ka sa isip pa lang. Okay. Totoo, maring totoo, maring hindi. Depende. Kung pumasok sa isipan mo, okay, negative na bagay, insecurity, takot, o kaya pagmamahal sa salapi, pumasok sa isipan but you reject it right away, hindi ka nagkasala. Amen? But once you start entertaining the evil thoughts in your mind, okay, ang nangyayari, nagkasala ka na sa kaisipan mo. Pagkatapos, nagalit ka, nagkasala ka sa puso mo at isinagawa mo, mas lalong kasalanan. So kapag sa isip mo, in-entertain mo isang evil thoughts, kasalanan na huyon. Yung mag-isip ka nga sa woman lustfully para ka nang nag-commit ng adultery in the standard of God. Pag nagalit ka sa kapwa mo, kahit hindi mo pa sa sinasaktan, ikaw ay nagkasala na ng murder, uh, 
Murder, tama. So, sa isipan pa lang, pwede ka lang magkasala. Pero, mas lalong higit na kasalanan kung ito'y sinabi na ng iyong bibig at yung isinagawa na. Amen? Kaya nga may entry point, na dito sa entry point, parang channel ng television. Pag nakita mong hindi maganda ang patutunguan, ilipat mo kagad ng channel. We have that ability that God has given us. We can say no to sin because of our victory given by the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen? Now, sa oras na ito, nais ko pong pag-aralan natin yung kwento sa ating Panginoong Isong Shaitinem, The Areas of Temptation. Ito po ay may tatlong bahagi, the last of the flesh, last of the eyes, pride of life. Lahat po ng bagay na is ikinocommunicate ang kaaway through the mind. Okay? Kaya gusto ko pong makinig kayong mabuti dahil ito po ay importante dahil ang kalooban ng Panginoon ay tayo yung mabuhay ng mayroong kabanalan sa kanyang harapan. Now, let's look at the last of the flesh which is in Luke chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. Now, masama ba na yung bato ay gawin ni Jesus na tinapay? Masama ba? Tanungin ko, sino nagsabing masama? Taas ang kamay. Okay? Walang masama na yung bato ay gagawing gardinya. Okay? Gagawing pandikoko, pandimonay, pandisal. Okay? And at that particular moment, tandaan ninyo, si Jesus nasa fasting. 40 days siyang nagpa-fasting. Okay? Now, sabihin na natin, physically, Jesus was at His weakest. But spiritually, He was in His strongest. Ano ibig sabihin nito? The enemy will attack you on the, when you are weak. On the moment, when you are weak, but at the same time, will use your strength also against you to destroy the purpose of God in your life. Halimbawa, nakatanggap ka ng great victory. Sabi ng kawit, talagang galing-galing mo. Adyan po kayo. Pupurin ka naman niya, iaangat ka naman niya, sa pamagitan ng iyong tagumpay, yung strength mo, doon ka rin niya dadalihin. Now, Jesus, what is at His weakest when it comes to physical, bakit? Gutom na siya. Nasubukan niya na bang magutom? At sa panahon ng pagkagutom nyo, may nakita kayong fried chicken na nakahain dyan sa lamesa. ba Pagkatapos, merong ginataang... Basta ginataan. <laughs> Wala akong maaisip eh. <laughs> ha? Ginataang hipon. ba Andiyan ka lahat ang lahat yung pagkain. Anong mararamdaman? Eh ngayon pangalan, nakikita ko na sa inyo. Mukhang gutom na kayo eh. Nagmerienda na ba kayo? Diba? Ang hirap tumanggi pagkagutom ka na pagkatas iniimbita kang kumain. Okay? Now, there is nothing wrong for Jesus Christ turning the stone into bread. Ang mali roon ay yung motibo na inilalagay sa kanya ng demonyo. As if Satan would like Jesus to obey him. Okay? Paano hinarap ito ni Jesus? Sabi niya, it is written. Sabi niyo, it is written. Man shall not live on bread alone. The importance of God's word sa buhay natin hindi natin pwedeng tawaran. The only way for us to counter on the deception of the enemy is to know the word of God. Ano ibig sabihin know the word of God? Eh, si Satanas alam din niya ang salita ng Panginoon. When you handle the word of God and apply it in your life, doon natatakot ang demonyo. Hindi yung yung Biblia, ipupukpuk mo sa nadidemon possess. Ha? Hindi sa takot doon. 
O kaya yung iba, ginagawang pupunit ng piraso sa Biblia, titiklupin, at pagkatapos ay mungoyain, may agimat daw siya. Yung iba, ginagawang unan para wag na silang bangungutin. Hindi ho ganun ang gamit ng salita ng Panginoon. The power of God's Word is on how you put your faith on the Word of God and apply it in your life. Amen. Kaya yung iba, ayaw nilang linyahan yung Biblia nila. Kasi sabi yung Biblia ko'y banal eh. Ayokong guhitan. It is not the book, but it's the words that you apply in your life and you believe in. Amen. Katunayan, kahit wala kang dalang Biblia, pagka-memorize mo ang salita ng bayan, you can confess it and believe that it's gonna happen. It will happen. Amen? Yun po ang ibig sabihin ng kapangirihan ng salita ng Panginoon. Hindi yung pupunit ka ng kapraso, ilalagay mo sa bulsa mo para swertihin ka at mapuno ng pera. Wala hong kaibahan yan sa witchcraft. Ganon din po ang ibig sabihin nun. Now, si Jesus alam niya kung paano ihandle ang salita ng Panginoon. He countered the deception of the enemy by quoting the Word of God. Now, tandaan natin, ang kaaway will try to put something into our minds and convince us that what He is saying is true. Kasi kapag katinanggap mo sa kaisipan mo na yung sinasabi niya ito, it will distort your mind and it will lead eventually to action. Until such time, you will find your life living wrongly. Because wrong thinking will lead you to a wrong living. Kaya, may, kaya tinatawag na battleground yung ating kaisipan. Now, sabi rito, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 21. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, tingin muna ho kayo sa akin sandali. Tayo ay mayroong Espiritu ng Panginoon. Naniniwala ba kayo may Espiritu tayo ni Lord? Okay. At the same time, tayo ay nabubuhay pa sa laman. Okay? May part sa atin na sinful nature. Yung Spirit natin, ang gusto natin, ang gusto nito, yung Spirit ni Lord sa buhay natin, ang gusto niya, ilid tayo sa kalooban ng Diyos, sa kanyang mga salita. Our sinful nature will lead us and drag us into sin. Gusto yon. Doon na yun pumapasok yung conflict. Bakit? Dahil lang sabi ng verse 17, For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. So what are we supposed to do? We must be led by the Spirit and we must walk in the Spirit of God. Ang tanong doon, Pastor, paano ba maglakad sa Espiritu? Alam ko lang maglakad sa lupa. Hindi ko alam kung paano maglakad sa Espiritu. The way to walk into the Spirit is to walk on the Word of God. To stand on the Word of God. To live on the Word of God. Because the Word of God is life and Spirit. The words that I speak unto you, sabi ni Jesus, is life and spirit. Ito'y parang isang tubig. Anong ginagawa ng tubig? Kapag ka maruming isang paligid, malilinis mo yan sa pamamagitan ng tubig. Naligo naman kayo, hindi ba? Bakit kayo naliligo? Para kayo ay luminis. Same thing. There are so many things that the enemy put into our minds simula pa ng pagkabata. Mga maling paniniwala, maling kaugalian, wrong thought patterns, wordless things, Bunga ng ating napanood, narinig, nakita, bunga ng ating karanasan, hindi lamang ito yung mga lustful things. Maging yung galit sa yung puso. Meron ba mga man-hater? Wala naman. Wala namang aamin, alam ko eh. Oo, wala nga amin. 
Okay. Merong pinanggagalingan yun. Eh. Marahil bunga ng kanyang karanasan na dinurog ang kanyang puso. Sinaksak. Pagkatapos ay pinino, minartilyo. Nilagare, tinapaktapakan, nilagyan ng suka, nilagyan ng paminta. Kaya dugon-dugon na yung kanyang puso. Dahil sa isang lalaki, sinaktan mo ang puso ko. Di ba? So may pinanggagalingan. Kaya siya ganun mag-react, pag nakakakita ng lalaki, galit siya dahil bunga ng kanyang karanasan na siya ay nasaktan. Lahat yun napunta sa kanyang isip at sa kanyang puso. And let me tell you, heart is also being considered as part of the mind. Because may connection nga sila sa isa't isa. So, minsan, ayaw ng tao na ganun siya, pero wala siyang magawa. Tulad sa inyo, sino sa inyo ang gustong bumait, taas ang kamay? Yung gustong bumait lang, taas ang kamay. Ibig sabihin ngayon, hindi pa kayong mabait. Okay? Yung iba naman na hindi nagtaas ng kayo, maaaring nagbabait-baitan lang. Yung iba maaaring nawawala ng bait. Anyway, gusto mong bumait, pero hindi mo magawa. Bakit? Kasi sa isipan mo, alam mo na itong tama ang bumait. Okay? Pero hindi mo magawa dahil dinadala ka ng iyong laman. It could either may hatred sa puso mo, okay? na parang nadaday, na, yun yung gusto ng flesh mo, magalit ka doon sa tango, ito nakikita mo, tingin mo sa kanya may sungay. Diba, hindi mo magawang mapatawad. O kaya kapag ka, nakakakita ka ng babae, laging negative yung paningin mo sa babae. Laging, kadalasan eh, hinuhubaran mo yung babae sa, sa yung paningin. Marahil because of the exposure mo before, na-feed ang na-feed yung flesh mo, kaya ang hinahanap yun ang flesh mo. Adyan po ba kayo? Mas mataba yung flesh mo kaysa doon sa spirit mo. Yung spirit mo, minsan ka lang tumalo ng Sunday service, hindi ka pa nagbabasa ng Bible. <laughs> Bato-bato sa langit, tamaan sana. <laughs> ha? Pini- dapat nag-feed mo yung... Is- kasi parang alam nyo yung punong braso. Okay? O parang tag of war. ba Tag of war. Kapag ang spirit mo ay lagi mong pinifid, mas strong siya kaysa sa flesh. Pero kapag pinifid mo yung flesh mo, mas malakas siya sa spirit mo. Kaya kahit na gusto mong gawin yung tama, minsan hindi mo magawa yung tama. ba? Kunting bulog lang ng kaaway, ang inclination mo is on the lust of the flesh rather than on the Spirit of God. But once you always feed yourself with the Word of God, once you feed yourself with spiritual things, nagbabasa ka ng Bible, dumadala ka ng church, tapos sa webes, dadalo ka pa ng breaking room. ba? So, lumalakas yung spirit mo. Kaya it's so easy for you to resist the temptation dahil mas malakas ang spirito kaysa sa laman. Sabi nga, they are in conflict with each other. Andiyan po kayo. Now, lahat po yan ay pinoproseso dito sa ating kaisipan. Mas madaling i-reject ng ating kaisipan if our spirit is strong pero inaabsorb ng ating isipan pag negative things kapag ka malakas naman yung laman natin at mahina yung spirito natin. Now, sabi, ano ba ibig sabihin ng... Acts of the flesh, ito yun. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, o paghihiganti, o matinding galit, selfish ambition, mangingisda, uh, selfish ambition, uh, mapangsariling panghangad, okay? dissensions, factions, and envy, and drunkenness, and orgies, and the like, 
I warn you. Sabi rito. Sabi sa katabi mo, I warn you. Okay. I warn you. As I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. You won't go using your mind and you know what is right, hindi ka pupunta sa acts of the flesh. Pero maraming tao napupunta ron, hindi nila kaya dahil mas malakas yung kanilang laman. Now, we can say no to sin because of the victory of Christ on the cross. Binigay sa atin yung victory ng Panginoon, we just have to be willing to change our mind and to have a changed life. The ability comes from God. The willingness belongs to us. Kasi if you are not willing, how God can help you? How can you experience the grace and the mercy if you are not willing? It takes your willingness to even receive your salvation. Yes, the Lord convicts you. The Lord enlightens you. But whether you would respond in a positive way, in a negative way, that still rests on you because God has given you the freedom to choose. Amen? Now, let's go to the second one. Is the last of the eyes. Sabi po rito sa may verse 5 and 8 ng Luke 4, The devil led him to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. Now, let look at me first. Pinakita sa kanya, wala hong mountain doon sa Jerusalem o sa Israel na po pwede mong puntahan at makita mo yung kingdoms of the whole world. There's none. Okay? So, yung sinasabi rito ng mga ibang scholar, ipinakita siya through a vision. Okay? Yung kingdoms of the world. Now, and he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Alam niyo ba si Satanas is a transactional leader? Yeah. Ano ibig sabihin? Oh, scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Itong gagawin ko sa'yo, pero ito muna ang gawin mo sa akin. Magaling na negosyador si Satanas eh. Now, inoferan niya si Jesus. Alam niyo kung bakit ang lakas ng loob niya na sabihin, I give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me. Sino nagbigay sa kanya? Si Adan. Kasi kay Adan, nasa kanya yung kapamalaan, yung leadership sa lahat ng creation ng Panginoon. Dahil siya ay nagkasala, nakuha ni Satanas yung kapamahalaan. Okay, and that's the reason why Jesus Christ was manifested in order to get the keys of the kingdom of heaven. At ibalik yun sa atin to the believers of the Lord. Now, it takes his death for him to do that. Kinakailangan mamatay siya, magdo siya sa krus ng Kalbaryo, at magshed ng kanyang precious blood bago niya makuha yung tagumpay na yun. Satan is offering it without sweat. Ibibigay ko sa sambayin mo lang ako, hindi mo na kinakailangan magpakahirap pa. Immediate gratification at the expense of a long-lasting victory. Misal maraming tao ay ganun. Isinasakripisyo nila yung long-lasting victory nila by immediately getting what they want today. Adyan po kayo. Halimbawa, sa magkasintahan. Mahal mo ba ako? Oh, mahal kita. Patunayan mo. Ngayon na. Ay, hindi pa tayo kasal. Hindi, ngayon na patunayan mo muna. Kinakailangan, try ko muna before I buy. Yeah, ganyan ang mga kaisipan ng mga... Uh, sorry ako may tinatamaan, but this is the Word of God. The enemy will try to deceive you. Binibigay na kay Jesus. Oh, ito. 
Hindi mo na kailangan mamatay sa krus. Ngayon na, pwede ko nang ibigay sa iyo. Kasi nasa kanya nga yung kapamahalaan. But Jesus Christ would choose not to be deceived by the enemy. Kasi alam niyo kung bakit? Ang sabi ron, if you worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus Christ knew the word of God and He said, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. If you notice yung salitang worship at saka yung serve, magkasama. Because once you worship something, you also serve that something. Amen? Halimbawa, if you worship money, you will also serve money at all, at, at all cost. Makakuha lang ng pera. Okay? Kahit na mandaya sa negosyo, kahit na mag-cheat, basta ang mahalaga, magkapera siya. It doesn't matter whatever way. Ibig sabihin na nung pinaglilingkuran mo na yung pera, hindi na si Lord ang pinaglilingkuran mo. Gusto ni Lord magkapera ka to serve His purpose. Pero hindi, yung serve mo yung purpose ng kaaway, magkapera ka lang. Amen? Now, yung iba, they give are willing to give sex in order to get money. May cycle po yan eh. Okay. Power, money, and sex. Okay? Greed. You will use your power in order to get sex. You will use sex in order to get money. And people will use money in order to get power. Halo-halo ho yan. Okay? Umiikot lang yan. Because of greediness, pagiging sakim. Kaya sabi, si, si Satan, dinala si Lord sa high place, ipinakita. Okay? Nakita ng mga mata ng Panginoon Jesus through a vision yung buong kingdoms of the world. We know when we are aware People are using money in order to get power, especially during election time. Tama. They'll use everything, even to cheat, both buying, hiring people to kill their enemies, their fellow candidates, in order to get power. And we'll use power to get sex, and people are using sex in order to get money. Alam ba ninyo, kanina lang kung nasa dyaryo, ang Pilipinas ay number 10 sa cyber sex, child cyber sex industry. At alam nyo, isang nadiskubri ng mga pulis, ang mga magulang mismo ang nagtutulak sa kanilang mga anak para magpatabas ng hubot-hubad doon sa internet. Mga magulang. At ang Pilipinas ay number 10 sa kanyang rank sa buong mundo. Kung kayo si Lord, makikita nyo yan sa Pilipinas, how would you react? Ano ba naman ito? Number 10 worst airport na nga tayo sa buong mundo. Number 2 in corruption. Bagamat yung isang silador, sabi niya, hindi, hindi totoo yan, hindi kami number two. Number one. <laughs> so, so, so ito, it, it, reality ito. Okay? Reality ito, sa ating panahon, ito yung ino-offer ni Satanas sa maraming tao. People are so greedy, having would like to have all of this at any, at any cost. Kahit na, Hindi nila iniisip yung kanilang reputasyon, hindi nila iniisip yung kapag nahuli sila, yung kanilang pamilya ay maapektuhan. They just want all of these things. Why? Because the enemy has set a wrong thinking patterns into their minds. Hindi bali nang magnako ka ng malaki. Total, pag nahuli ka, 10% lang ang gagamitin mo para sa abogado at makalaya ka. You still the 90%. Lahat na babayaran. Ano ang approach dito? Sabi ng Colossians 3.5, put to death. Sabi niyo, put to death. Therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. You see, the enemy is offering 
These things, hindi natin alam siya yung ating sinasamba and that's another form of idolatry. When you are lustful for money, for power, and for sex, that is another form of idolatry. In Luke chapter 12, verse 15, he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Now let's go to number three, pride of life. Seven and verses 9 to 12, the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And he said, if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. Now, see Jesus by son of God. Yes, and when you talk about son of God, meaning he is God himself. Hindi niya sinabi, if you are the son of man, ang sabi, if you are the son of God. You know, today, maraming mga tao, they are doing their best in their work because they have the competitive spirit. They would like to prove that they are the best in the workplace. Ano ang kaibahan nun sa mga tunay na nakakaalam ng salita ng Panginoon? We also do our best in our work. We do our job excellently. In our mind, we process it and say, this is for the highest glory of God. Gagawin ko to, hindi dahil kanino man, hindi dahil para sa akin gagawin ko to because I love my God and I display the glory of the Lord in my work. Amen. But it's different when I'm doing my best to prove to everyone that I am the best. Iba yon, magkaiba. That's why there are people who are trying to pretend to be somebody that they are not. Mga kapatid, mahal ka ng Panginoon kahit ano pa ang bagay na meron ka at wala ka. May pinag-aralan ka o wala, mataas o mababa, ikaw ay mahal ng Panginoon, mahal tayong lahat ng Diyos. Sometimes, ginigage natin ang, ang worth ng isang tao sa pamagitan ng dami ng pera sa kanyang bulsa. One time, I had this experience of playing basketball. Uh, gusto ko mag-exercise. I felt like playing basketball. Pumunta ako doon sa isang basketball court na may mga tambay na nagbabasketball doon. I tried to join them, connect with them. Nakapaglaro ko ng basketball. So, laro kami. Sali agad ako. Okay? Pagkatapos, sabi sa akin, Sir! Ang tawag sa akin, Sir. Bakit, Sir, akong tawag sa akin ito, eh, Sir? Eh, tingin ko sa kanila, I'm just trying to level myself to them so I can connect with them. Pero tawag sa akin, Sir. Bakit? Ano ang takbo ng kanilang kaisipan why they say the word, Sir? Dahil ang tingin nila, ah, ito, mas maayos ang buhay nito, may kotse ito, nakatira sa magandang tirahan, kaysa dun sa amin na nandito lang nakatambay, walang trabaho, sa squatter nakatira, in their thinking, mas mataas ito. So, ang word nila sa akin, sir, ang tawag nila. Adyan po kayo? That is common in our society. We try to see the worth of individual by the amount of money in their pockets. Let me tell you this, whether you are rich or poor, mahal ka ng Panginoon. Pantay-pantay lahat, sa lahat, sa, sa harap ng Panginoon. May pinag-aralan ka, wala ang halaga natin ay pantay-pantay sa harap ng Panginoon. Don't pretend to be somebody that you are not and don't prove that you are the best. If you are faithful with God and if you are humble enough, God's time will come upon you and He is going to promote you. And He's the one to prove that you are the best, not yourself. Amen. God has His own way of holding you with His victorious right hand. That is if you know how to humble yourself. Because when you humble yourself before the Lord, nanginginig na ang kaaway. Why? Because He is the origin of pride. Kaya pagka ang isang tao na nalangin, nagpapakumbaba sa Diyos, naku, nanginginig na ho ang kaaway. We, alam mo ninyo, yung last of the flesh, 
lust of the eyes, pride of life, may component to sa buhay natin that can be used by God. Pag sinabing lust of the flesh, it's our desire. Desire dapat natin, hindi gawin ng kaaway o gawin yung gusto ng laman, ang desire dapat natin si Lord. Okay? Yung last of the eyes, ibig these are the things that we covet. We are supposed to covet the things of God. Pinapahalagahan mo at tinahangad mo, makita yung mga bagay na alam mong isa Diyos. Pag nakita ka may lumapit ng altar na langit, nagsisi na kasal, tuwang-tuwa ka, masayang-masaya ka. Pag nakita mo yung mahal mo sa buhay, gumaling dahil pinagpray mo, natutuwa ka. Why? These are the things of God that you delight in. Amen? Yung pride of life, ginagawa mo yung the best mo, hindi para patunay ikaw ang the best, ginagawa mo yung the best mo because you would like to give God all the honor and all the glory. Amen? Pagdating sa kaway, babalik ta rin nga lahat ng yan. Didi-distort niya yan sa buhay natin. Sabi rito, totoo naman, kapag tumalun si Jesus doon, pwede siyang saluhin ng kanyang maanghel. Son of God siya, may purpose sa kanyang Diyos eh. Papayagan ba ng Diyos yun? Pero bakit gagawin ni Jesus yun? He is going to put God in the test. Now, ang sabi po ron, so my verse 10, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Alam nyo ba na yung verse na yun na nasa Psalm 91? Kinote pa ni Satanas. But for his own purposes, not for God's purposes. And Jesus answered, it is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Christ handled it again using the Word of God. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 16, do not love the world. When you say the world, bit, these are the things of the world, the last things in the world, last four things in the world, or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love, the love of the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Do not love the world. Do not allow your heart to be occupied by the things of the world. Our willingness is important. Our willingness to renew our mind. Romans 12, 2, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. There is a need for us to renew our mind. The ability to renew our mind comes from God and His Word, but the willingness comes from us. The question is, are you willing to surrender your negative thought patterns or the wrong system of thinking in your mind? If you will just reflect, you will be able to find that out as the Holy Spirit will tell you. Minsan, hindi natin alam na mali na pala yung pumapasok sa isipan natin. May inggit pala, may selos pala. May insecurity pala, may galit pala, hindi natin namamalayan. But if we allow to let the Spirit talk to us, then we can start confessing and repenting and allow the mind of Christ to be upon us. And finally, brothers, sabi ng Philippians 4.8, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such thing. Alam nyo kung bakit natin magagawang mabago yung ating kaisipan, not by our own strength, but by the strength of Jesus, dahil si Jesus nung namatay at nabuhay sa krus, nagtagumpay na. And He's giving us the victory. Siya man din ay nakaranas na siya'y tuksohin, 
pero nagtagumpay siya. At ang tagumpay niya ay hindi lamang laban do sa tukso sa may Luke chapter 4, kundi maging kamatayan ay kanyang napagtagumpayan. Ang pinakamatinding kalaban, ang pinakamatinding weapon ng enemy's death, pero tinalo niya yon to prove to us that Jesus Christ in us is greater than He who is in the world. Amen? Sabi po ng Hebrews 4, 15 to 16, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way. Just as we are yet, He did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Time of need means the time of temptation. We can receive mercy and grace to help us, to strengthen us. All we have to do is to be willing to be changed by God. Amen. We hope you were encouraged by that message. Spiritual battles occur in our day-to-day lives. Experience victory over these challenges together with other believers through a regular victory group. To join, simply visit our concierge or our website at www.victoryalabang.org. Thank you and stay connected.